Houston, we have a problem. Good morning, Murray Walker. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. I came to the first one and I've been to all the other six. We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Like the heart rate is skyrocketing. Gentlemen, start your engine! Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotmap, thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the little uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotmap. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Same as the SMS I just got back from Andrew in Melbourne, who's also half an hour ahead, replying to an SMS I sent him probably eight days ago. What is the matter with people? It's the Eastern States. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Arguing about States. whether we should be like Formula One or Olympic capital. <laughs> <laughs> what capital? Capital. <laughs> whether. whether. Whether Ron Walker should be the representative of Ashley and Martin in the Southern Hemisphere, as opposed to Donald Trump in the North. Mm, okay. They do look alike, don't they? They must yeah, be the hair. Because sort of, yeah, they guarantee yeah. that sweep over special. <laughs> but, but, but sparse sweep over special. Here's the dealio. <laughs> Are you okay with the sweep over? <laughs> if you have the bank account to go with it. That's right. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? But Same age way. is not on their side. No, it's not. Not running about sides, really. But I'll tell you what is on our side. Rusty sausage is on the couch, which means it's time for episode 245 of Radio Hot Lap, that light-hearted and zany podcast that takes a light-hearted look at light-heartedness. Oh, we're getting light-hearted again, are Occasional <laughs> motor racing. Occasionally we look at motor racing. Cool emerging technologies, gar- gadgets, barbecues, gardens, and uh, casseroles in and the winter. Or... or Chicken Maryland in autumn, which was a bit of an aborted attempt. I, I was, I was a bit concerned when you said Chicken Maryland. I have to, I have to admit. Well, well, you know, it was the only state that I could relate chicken to that hadn't had like a bombing of recent or 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 or, 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 or a twenty-year anniversary of David Koresh's sexual secular violence. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually had a look where Waco was on the map, and it's halfway between Dallas and, and, and Austin. Yeah. So there's, there's lots of stuff going on, stuff. promoting stuff in Texas. We've got, yeah. we got places being blown up, secular violence being renewed. It was the bloody MotoGP on the weekend with a yes. fire in the pits and everything burnt down. Everybody was burnt, nobody had hair. Rossi felt better. Um, <laughs> we're close, but they're not that close. According to him, it's only a number two uh, rider now. Whether he meant close to flames or close, <laughs> close to winning. Um, uh, the the Aussies over there. We'll get on to that later. And then, of course, there was the 
NASCAR was in Texas as well, and Fort Worth. And uh, there was a, a JR Memorial, uh, uh, American equivalent of Paddle Pop Day or something. Paddle Pop Day? <laughs> okay. Now, when you're talking JR, are you talking JR Ewing? Or what? I am talking JR Ewing. Okay, well, the North Ewing is JR Ewing. Right, okay. Make sure well, that was in fact the case. But before we get on with the show, JP, look, you know, it, as usual, it, it's important to ask you, yep. you know, the, the, the inevitable question. Am I having a sandwich? What are you having to drink today? Well, I thought I thought I needed a change. I really needed a change, and I just saw in this bottle shop that I was in on Sunday this bottle of Young's Special Bitter. Young's, 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 Young's good you, old country. You like Young's when you were hanging That's around not, Hammersmith. That's it. It's not Young's like that, though, mate. It's a bit more like yeah, give me some Young's, mate. You know, Putney Bridge Road. They're always That's walking it, down. There you go. <laughs> you told me that. Mm. Well, the state of the the Young's Brewery at Wandsworth that used to be, but is no longer. So there you go. Funny how the biggest Young's Brewery was the biggest roundabout in Wandsworth. Because it? Well, it was right slap bang in the middle, and all the traffic was a one-way system that went entirely around the whole brewery. So, which is why they eventually had to move out. Oh, Hammersmith. Well, yeah, Hammersmith. Can't get in, can't get out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <Rome. laughs> Maybe they should run a Formula E championship around Hammersmith. Hammersmith Cream, cool. but yeah. we'll get on with that later. Mm. I think we should. And what are you having a drink anyway? You know, I uh, I thought I'd go out and, uh, well, you know, on the basis that, you know, we do enjoy our South Australian wines, but we go away a little bit, but then just up the road from here, really, it's only, what, two kilometres? Yep. Two kilometres is Pen the home of Grange. Yeah. Penguins Grange, arguably the best wine in the world. I'd, I'd argue it, oh, but it may not be. <laughs> it may not be. <laughs> well, definitely not if I have to pay for it. Well, that's right. And um, but for those overseas who do like it, it uh, it's quite a little gem. And of course, there's a bunch of them there. Um, and uh, having taken uh, Mr. Ellie Smelly Simonson up there late last year for that's a tour right, through the tunnel. when we came back from Bathurst. Tour through the, the tunnel. Year the the week after. Right. Slept yeah. all the way in the back. Yeah. Like and um, <laughs> not interested in seeing Australian countryside. No, and we're like, interested in it's like sleep. driving from Copenhagen to, to Beijing. For <laughs> 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 him, I can't be asked. And uh, I bought it. I, I just want to sleep in the back. I bought. <laughs> Give me your pillow, JP. <laughs> and doesn't understand steak sandwiches. A, a Penfold Highlands. Uh, now, Highland is one of the... Um, Thomas Highlands. Yes, it. And it's quite a... Uh, I thought, look, it, it's, it's quite a nice drop, the old Highland. We're getting on to winter weather. You know, when that first came out, that came, I reckon that came out in about, and I'm not exactly sure, but it was either the late 90s or the sort of just in the early 2000s. They bought Highland, Highland out. And my kids bought me a bottle for my birthday, and I laid it down, and I reckon I drank it in about 2007. It was very delicious. One must, of course, say, good evening, Rusty Sausage. He's <laughs> making himself very uh, comfortable on the couch. His head, well, no less, mm. like a poached, well, lightly grilled fillet steak, left over from lunch, half of which, um, with some nice uh, Italian soft you know, homemade pasta, sort of fresh stuff. So she'll just be um, siestering now then. Does she look siestery? She looks very siestery. Well, she's been the siestering eyes are breakfast as well. <laughs> oh, I can't right, hear any barks well. or any noises from her tonight. You know that you... 
But she's pretty good at 14, so um, you know, 11 out of 10. Um, and just loves hanging around, I suppose. That is just the winter weather coming on. I know, isn't it? It really is. is. Yeah. After all that bloody rain on Sunday, I tell you. Well, mate, where are we going to where are we going to start? Because there's an awful lot well, to talk is. about. And do you want to start off the summer, or shall I? No, you can start. I've got a few things that I that that just been on my mind that are annoying me, which have got nothing to do with motor racing, cool emerging technologies, gadgets, or barbecues. But I'll right. talk about it a little bit later. But I suppose you're not going to talk about the prime minister, then, are you? Well, funnily enough, I do. <laughs> but that's the shit sandwich section. All oh, right. Okay. But um, just a couple of little points here and there. Okay, so on the weekend we had um, uh, in uh, Long Beach. Oh, right. oh well, sorry. Right. Yeah, okay. But in Long Beach, in yep. uh, which, and I just got off the phones with folks, off the phones with folks. He was pointing out that LA is not Long Beach, right? But I said, but it is. It's the Greater Long, the Greater, greater LA area. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. We'll get onto that little discussion later. Um, Takuma Sato, do you realise that in all his trying, he'd never won an IndyCar race until last weekend. In fact, he never won a Formula One race. He no, came he third somewhere. Uh-huh. You know, smashed lots of things to pieces. Yep, he did. Including himself. At dodgy overtaking manoeuvres. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been having a few little, little heated white liquids on the way out in the pit lane. <laughs> <laughs> gone off on a bit of, <laughs> gone off on a bit of sashimi. <laughs> Turning right, there's nothing worse than a bit of, a bit of a raw prawn under That's the world. Anyway, so that that was all right. Race. And, that, and that was good, and there was a bit of the carnage, as, as you'd expect. You know. Do they have bike niche? No, they don't. Yeah, that's very weird. Um, and. But I did get up and, and watch it, and uh, it was thrilling. It was uh, the uh, second round of the American Le Mans series. What time was that on? Um, Would have been Monday morning, wouldn't it, our time? No, it was on Sunday morning because it's a Saturday race. Oh, right. And it was around about uh, 8 o'clock in the morning going right. on for, for a while. It was, it was very good. And um, they had a good friend, Dominic Farnbacher, had actually qualified the Viper on pole. Very good. Uh, with, the, with the teammate... On, in third place and was leading leading GT with about eight minutes to spare when he obviously the tyres were going off just mm-hmm. went ahead a little bit and there Bill Orbelin and the factory BMW <laughs> puppy as his girlfriend would say but I don't know why he called I don't know why she calls him puppy mm. because, because she's she called her puppy <laughs> <laughs> and Bill went on and, and to, to win the race and the other BMW came through so the Dom still got on the on the on the podium with Mark Gessens and and uh, and that's great for Viper and the SAP program because it's really only their second race yep. and good for Dominic all happy at anyway of course then then the photo comes in later of Paul Paul international Paul he's over there like at a bar you know with, you know, he was doing he was doing the um, the core auto sport which yes, won the PC he did category. I got he's the, also I got doing the, the press trains yeah Scott Sharp the trains the press release as well <laughs> luckily that goes into the, the inbox was in Monday on Monday morning we need not to show the front of this going like this and I'm like geez you're looking a bit fat Paul Ooh. it must be you know what it is what? it's because of all this stuff that he's got going on yeah. it's been upgraded to business <laughs> is, 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 is that what you're he's, in the, he's eating too much he's just he's, he's in the lounges right he's a lounger he is he married well and he's just sitting there see that's the trouble He's not rushing about like he used to. 
sick. <laughs> In fact, yesterday I said, I said, Skype me. And he came straight back and goes, I'm on a plane. So? <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with that? If you have a camera in your seat, you like telling a story. Anyway, that was good. It was great to see uh, Dominic Farnbacher, um, you know, get up and, uh, and get on the podium. And that's great for... For, for the series and uh, and also for Bill Orbelin who just lives up the road at Redondo Beach and worked with him at panels for a couple of years. Yes. Good guy. In fact, he and Gunnar Jeanette and I have, have carried crocodiles together. Like, oh, carried crocodiles? I've got some shots of that so I'm not... I just... It's funny. You go, was that 10 years ago? Yeah. You know, what's he done since? Not much. What's Gunnar done? Roll the Delta wing. <laughs> Good claim to find. <laughs> No one else says. <laughs> but Catherine Legg's having a go of it this week, yeah? Yes, she is, that's right. So she might. Leggy Leg. <laughs> she could. That's all That's all changed, that car. Well, it's all Honda Power now, isn't it? No, it's that's Mazda, it's Mazda, Mazda Power. Power. It's Mazda Power, and it's yeah. not based on the AMR1 no, chassis that ran the six-cylinder bend-the-crankshaft mm. concept that never was really poor, uh, that Aston Martin ran. Um, it's one of... It's one of the Elan technology mm. um, type of chassis yeah. that come out of Brasselton, Georgia. <laughs> Where Don's now fully taken over. That's right. As usual. But the world would be poorer without Don. True. There are a lot more people still smoking. <laughs> smoking? <laughs> what do you mean? Without most patches. That's right. <laughs> More like a smoking gun. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, I, you know, I, and in fact, speaking of which, and it's just unrelated, I got up this morning at about, I couldn't sleep, and uh, I don't know why, but I got up about ten past four, and I just went, I turned the telly on, and there was, can you believe it, there was like this old, on 1HD, there was like a, a historic rally going on. It had like, to be 1HD, wouldn't it, yeah? And, and I thought, oh, I want to look at this, and I, I couldn't hear what they were saying, I thought, geez, the quality is pretty cool, but when the rain was snowing, there was all these old MGs and shitters, but it was all quite good, going up the Stelvio Pass in Italy, and then they, come up, they go across the finish line, it goes, you've just won the 1992 Mitsubishi Marathon. Two. It's gone years ago. Marathon. What I said, Ed, you managed to get that in the sixteen-nine format, <laughs> and I thought that was very strange. But anyway, I thought flick over. So like, bang, up comes speed. Mm. Oh no, it wasn't on one one HD, but there was one HD had uh, had speed on, and there we are. I'm, I'm, I'm about an hour twenty out from the finish of the of the the Rolex, uh, you know, uh, sports car on. series. Running around Road Atlanta for the first time. Now, why aren't they run around Road Atlanta for the first time? Is because of Don, Uncle Don, has got back in there. <laughs> and then I just, I, I, I'm looking around and I thought, look, we just saw that at Petit Le Mans, you know, that I'm like, I'm looking up there, you know, there's the shed with the panel stuff, and oh yeah, there's the old shitty media tower that's changed for 15 years. Here's that shed down there, and as we go past, I go, and that'll be where the old LMP1 cars will be behind it. It's still there, covered in. Covered in dust and spiders, and, and I, I just thought it was a bit of a time warp. Um, anyway, random. Um, just sort of tell you that. Random. Um, yeah. So that was what went on in America. More on that later. America, that is. Things in America that don't add up, but over to you. Oh, I was just going to talk about the uh, F1. 
on Sunday night. But, uh, the two races they had. The two races? Well, there was one guy in front, and then there were the rest <laughs> yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah, true. Very true. Oh, that was and the race to get to the airport to get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, nobody wanted to get a drink. Nobody wanted to be there. Yeah, well, that's right. What about the Everest Oh, yeah, they're going, oh, you know. There's, there's, there's no champagne in this champagne bowl. But that's, you know, I watched that. They had a slurp, though. Yeah, they all had a slurp. Yeah, but it was unbranded. Mm. Was it like shadow, shadow to bottled water? Yeah, apparently it's like fizzy ro- uh, rose water or something. Right. Yeah. So I've. We have, to, we have to find that out. Yeah, we did. We uh, it, it's because Kimmy had a bit of a slurp. Mm. And you know, he likes. He probably went, oh, damn it. No, he wouldn't have said that. I mean, he wouldn't. Oh. <laughs> I think we, we might be able to get him on the line later. Do you think so? Well, we'll try. There's a few attributable quotes <laughs> I've noticed <laughs> on the Kimmy side of things. Perhaps you can help me out with some of those, just to, to prompt me on him when we get him on well, the line. Because he does like to talk to us. He does. He loves it. Well, he means Absolutely. mutter. Kimmy mutter. <laughs> Kimmy. Sounds, sounds like he's gone Japanese. <laughs> oh, I th- no, it was, it, I thought it was, I think it was good. It was, uh, it was exciting. I mean, it, just ignore the person who was out the front. But the rest of it, certainly from a... From a spectator's point I think view. everybody has. <laughs> yeah, well. He came in with your credentials. He came in with his credentials. And they go, no, nah, nah, cheating. <laughs> cheating. Not you. <laughs> um, and it was, you know, the battles that were going on further back. And, and, and plus the, oh, I thought that particularly good, the strategies with the tyres the being the unknown quantity as usual um, made, made the whole race very, very interesting. And things such as Sergio Perez um, taking, responding taking to, to Whitmarsh's responding to, to toughen up boy and uh, buddy, you know get in to there. the point that, that Jensen like cracked quite, it. I don't think he quite meant go out and bump wheels with Jensen when he said that. But anyway, it was uh, it was good. And then Jensen cracked it. Yes, you're right. But then they've kissed and made up now apparently. But that's only but, for now because they yeah. apologise. But a few days later, mm. it, because it wouldn't JB be on the phone to Seb, <laughs> going like, "Now, how do I move this around?" <laughs> you know, right. because you set a precedent. Make him leave. But you, you know, you set the rules about how do I can retract that without retracting it. See? Well, and there's probably no truth in the rumour that he phoned Porsche and said, "You've offered uh, Perez a, a drive, haven't you?" Next season. Furthermore, <laughs> that uh, obviously Martin Whitmarsh and uh, and. Um, and Christian Horner would have had, but you know, would have had to probably fly to uh, a fancy restaurant in San Sebastian, you know, just to, the pride of the Spanish Grand Prix to have a bit of a listen. They're, they're undermining both of us. How do we get rid of them? Both of us. Well, I mean, how did you work it out? I don't know. So there could be a, like a bit of a, you know, the Commonwealth heads of gov- government sort of a chogum. A chogum. A chogum. F one. F one heads of government. I I'm gonna go let it roll up a few heads <laughs> and chill out. That might be helpful. Uh, Alonso wants his luck to change, apparently. Does he? He does. He thinks he's fucked this year. Like, likewise. <laughs> so he just wants it to change and come back to the good luck that he had last year. Oh, well, that's right. Which is fair. That, that, that's, that's usually the way to do it. Just yeah, I should say so. And uh, Bernie reckons that he's stitched up the bloody bar and organisers for another five years so he can still keep the politicians in the UK cranky for five more years. Oh, I haven't heard that. 
Oh, that well before the race last week, the, there was a motion or something of a group of parliamentarians in the UK who basically sent a letter to Bernie saying we don't want you to have this race for all these different reasons. Um, obviously, the fact that it's, uh, the Crown Prince and his cronies are supposedly you know Do, does he a, get a virtual dictatorship. Would he get a letter? Would, and would the letter just be... Would well, it be just signed by, apparently, supposedly it was signed by all these parliamentarians, so therefore it must yeah. have been a letter. But, but would the envelope just say, would be just read Bernie, <laughs> F1, hot or be Mr. Beckleston. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. Would it have been written from a, like a crusty old Chesterfield chair and wood-panelled steakhouse? Uh, yeah, in long hand and then tight up by the secretary. He's got a bum and a pair of glasses. Wiry hair? Oh, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. You know you're in trouble when your book's late. That's right. So, no, I thought of Formula One, very good. good uh, Actually, the last two races have been good. They have. I sort of, um, I really, yeah, I really sort of got into it. And, mm. Despite the time, the time difference. Well, well, it wasn't too wasn't bad. Like, yeah, it wasn't too bad. No, like anything else. I I wish we could get the uh, you know the pre-show, which I think is actually damn good. Yeah, well, but you know, and you can you can bring it down off a torrent later, other than like have Daryl Beatty and, and and Alan James like blabbing on. I mean, well, we love Al. That's right, we do. We love to have a drink with Al. Smashes <laughs> but avoid the punters at the back of the pub. Hate punters. Hate them. You know. Lots of Daz. 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 I think it won a 500cc race once. One more race than I won, but anyway, I didn't go in. If you're going to go in, you might as well do a lot. True. You should not not want to curb a Sato. We're back to him again, Alan. Well, he didn't win a race. Right. No, he didn't. You're right. Lots of trying. Mm. Very trying. Which, I wonder what happened. Has Kobayashi gone back to his dad's sushi lounge? I'm not sure. I haven't heard. He was a bit of a dad hand, wasn't he? He was. At, uh, with the knife. <laughs> yep, I'm uh, looking forward to the uh, the uh, uh, Paella GP coming up. <laughs> Paella GP. <laughs> <laughs> now, I read an interesting thing the other day. What the frick is a frick? It's a frickin' interesting question, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, it is a word that one says when they don't want to say fuck. It is. But it is also an F1 acronym that stands for Front and Rear Interconnected System. I don't know where the Y, the S for system instead of a C. Oh, for it's the, it's the uh, interconnected. The it must just be Front and Rear Interconnected. That's right. So when the thing hits, hits something solid that snaps in half, no, it's and not. the engine goes down the road, the front suspension goes the other way, the connector snaps no, the brakes. No, that's not what it is. What it is, is the front and rear interconnect system that effectively controls the suspension and allows the front and the rear suspension to talk to each other so that they can actually set the ride height at the rear lower. And this is why Mercedes and Lotus have done so well so far this season, because they're running this system and they're the, the only two things that the are. suspension was not allowed to be active. Or perhaps it isn't active, it's, it's not just active. allowed to be controlled. That's right, so when they can corner flatter, and apparently... Be so it's set in pit before they go out. Mm. It's not driver controlled, nor is it reactive. No, 
I think it's reactive to a degree because I believe that there's high bollocks back to front, but I don't think it's reactive in terms of changing ride height. It's only reactive in terms of changing the front to rear balance because on a traditional car, the rear is always set higher than the front. And when, when you brake, you put more weight on the front again and the front dips down. With this system, it levels things out and keeps the front and rear of the car level so that you can actually get less drag in a straight line because the rear's sitting a little bit lower. And when you brake, you don't put the weight all over the front wheels because it doesn't tip forwards. So that's the frick. Well, that needs I a bit of further investigation, yep. JP, to determine what's going on there. Because mm. I, 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 would, I would think that that is not a system that can self-adjust. Well, I'm not sure either, but uh, apparently Ferrari were using a cable-operated uh, cable version of the same thing back in 1988. And um, no one can understand why it hasn't been more exploited up till now. Obviously, I would suggest... That's 25 years ago, though. Mm, I would suggest that it was that everybody was too scared to try and do, any, do anything with it because of the regulations, but now they've found a means to do that where it isn't actually deemed as active suspension. Anyway, just thought it was interesting. Yeah, that is interesting, and you've done, you've done a bit of research on that. It's, it's, mm. it's, it's almost tactile without being tactile. <laughs> you know, um, I'm am surprised that I actually enjoyed the Chinese Grand Prix so much, because I was going to cook something for dinner, but then I thought, I'm going to go down the road and get some Chinese. But I went, made the mistake of going next to the very snappy lady at the place which is labelled as a very friendly Chinese service. Yes. Next to Chuckle Hall Charles. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I just wanted a simple dish. Now, you didn't ask if you could drink it there, did you? <laughs> no, no, we've been there. And I'm trying to, if you go to one of the previous episodes, I actually had a bit of a look to try and find out what it was, but I couldn't find it. Because there's so many references to Chinese mm, and the yeah, XML true. file. Over the, over the years, I go, oh, crikey. Um, and uh, I went down there and said, uh, what, what would you, what, you know, what do you think I should have? Said, you are the fun menu or you ask for what? <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I actually am asking, what do you think? Well, well here you ask. So there was frid cummed chicken. Frid, frid on, cummed. On the wall. Frid cummed. Right. No, I have. No, I have. So I thought, I just want... I thought it would have been flied clum. <laughs> well, you can have a little bit of a, you can have a, bit of a goosey gander when we go down there to Chuckleville Charles's again. And mind you, I've been down there and, mm. and, and sorted him out tonight. Have you? And I've said... Has he already got the big TVs up in the window? No, he hasn't got the big TVs, <laughs> but he, what he has got is what we ask for right. on standby, as opposed to that coming in. So if you have anything you like, except not what you like. That's right. Except when you order it, we'll turn you around. and sorted, and right. perhaps a soup or the... Mm. Or the curry. The curry again. Perhaps. Perhaps. Anyway, he's on notice. Okay. But um, I ended up going for the, look, so have you got a chili chicken? He goes, yeah, we had chili chicken. It has one star. I went, well, yeah, but that's a Comes bit... Comes earthquakes. But that's a little bit... <laughs> that's a little bit sweet. I go, no, not sweet. Hot. Uh, hot. <laughs> I went, are you sure? He goes, not sweet. It's sweet one, not hot. See, hot. Anyway, I said, I looked at her. Anyway, I knew I'd take down the, the, the cash, I'll just write money. And she's a bit of a sneaky old bitch because she, whatever she does, she puts it in a bag and charges you 10 cents for the bag. Because I took my own bag and she got uh, $11, like $13, whatever, with rice. And 
And I, I went, that's in a bag. You charged me for the bag. And she goes, yeah, 10 cents for a bag. I said, I didn't ask for the bag. Here's the fucking bag. But don't worry about it. We'll give it a credit. A credit. The next, yeah. next time. And I remember that. And the fucking thing was sweet. And, and was it hot? I, I, she's a... The old, you know, fucking shit's so bad. Yeah, so she's utterly fired. Like the, utterly fired. Utterly, yeah. utterly. The pressure cooker absolutely. Uh, now, you know what I... Uh, just while we're sort of doing a little bit of digression here and there, <laughs> driving back in the pissing rain from Kangaroo Island. Oh, how was Kangaroo oh, Island? Was excellent. But uh, but we'll cover a bit more of that a bit later on. But anyway, I got to thinking, I don't know why, I got to thinking about Ayrton Senna in the rain. Because <laughs> I was coming down the Aldinga Strait, and you know what the Aldinga Strait's like coming down from Selleck. It's been renamed. Mate, I could, it was raining that hard. The windscreen wipers were on flat out. It was the first time I'd been down there at 85, because you just could not go any faster. Anyway, lo and behold, somewhere or the other, I read on the following day that Sunday was actually the 28th anniversary of Ayrton's first ever win in the rain at Portugal. I know, Spooksville. Twilight Zone for you. I reckon. So there you go. Anyway, that's my little aside. Have you got a conspiracy theory associated with that? No, I haven't. Well, can you that was it good in the Lotus? That was back in the old Lotus. That's days. right. Well, that was an active Lotus, though, wasn't it? No, it wasn't active until a lot later. Maybe they had a cable. It's the same Lotus that he got pulled in the first day. Oh. Mm. So there you go. Well, how was KI? KI was lovely. It was really good. I would, and in all I would the definitely years, go again. Um, for longer. Probably, but yeah, but not for too long. I reckon about five days would be just about right. But hang on a minute. So you went over on the Friday lunchtime. Yes. I rang you to say that there yep. was a bar on the boat. And you could drink Merlot. <laughs> <laughs> to your missus's missus displeasure. That's right. But you, but, but you did get a drink on the boat. Yes, I got a drink on the boat. Right. Yeah. And so it was quite a pleasant trip across, about an hour. Well, for yeah, 45 minutes. minutes. Yeah. 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 Um, and whether, whether uh, when we got there on Friday... It was lovely. It was lovely, and we went straight down to Cape Willoughby, where you stayed. Yep. Because I thought, well, we'll nick down that bit first, because we'll be going the other way for Just the rest of the past weekend. Just and then turn left. Yeah. So we oh, passed the down through property. there, and I got some nice photos of a lighthouse. Oh, you did? You, yeah. You, did you stop and have the bucket of prawns? No, we didn't stop and have the bucket of prawns because you should have. Well, that's where the prawns are hanging them. over the side, but they're pumped up with little, little frozen plastic objects. And, <laughs> And like you know, and it is a bucket of old prawns. It is old with, with a inappropriate use of the apostrophe, I might add. So, so that was good. And then Saturday we did the long run all the way, the whole length of the island, right down to um, Admiral's Arch and the and the National Park down in the bottom left hand corner. Um, the second largest island, the third largest island in Australia. So, uh, being what the largest being Tasmania. The second largest. Don't know. Well, I'd think it would have to be up the Queensland way, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? No, not, not, not Barry Reef, but the... What's the big no, one? No, it's like? the second no, largest. No, it's the third. It says on my tourism brochure. Well, then it's like... like the what's the se- uh, Fraser one? Mm, Fraser. No, Fraser's not that big. Fraser's not 155k. And then there's Lord Howe, which is only nine. Yeah. Well, isn't there one up off the coast of um, oh, Darwin? Oh, Groot. Groot. Group. Group, yeah. 
Is that short for good root? <laughs> What's group? Well, the dogs is going crazy. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's all the Phillips stuff. It must be. It must be full. Oh, look at it. it mm. Look at it. Oh dear, it's having a nice roll. It's got huge. Reminds, talk, now, talking to Kangaroo Honor, reminds me of the seals that we saw. They were having a good roll. But you, oh. so, you, other than going to Cape Willoughby, and we yep. might get this back on track, you, you basically just stayed at Penishaw. You, did, you didn't go into a King's Cove. Yeah, went to King's Cove. Not much going on there, is there? There's not. Well, you know, the funny thing about the whole place is that there's a pub in Penishaw, there's a pub in King's Cove, and that's it. I couldn't find another pub anywhere. So they've got open slab, those two pubs. I mean, they both serve good pub food, but it it's at high restaurant prices. It's where International Paulie's dad went for his wedding. And it was wedding night. Yeah? The, it, 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 which? Oh, I can't remember. There was a pub on the waterfront there. Uh, at um, King's Coast. Uh, the, the Ozone. The Ozone. The big Ozone. Yeah. Um, so that was so we ate at that pub one night. We ate at the Penishaw pub, the Penny, one night. And that was very nice. And the publican at the Penishaw pub says to me, I know you. <laughs> and I said, listen, because he's a pop. He's a pop. And I said, uh, how long have you been here? And he goes, oh, 19, what did he say, 1988 or 1990 or somewhere around there. And I said, no, sorry. I said, the first time I've ever been to Kangaroo Island, and I got here, I got out here in 1977. But then, later on, in fact, the following day, <laughs> while I was having a shave, <laughs> he came round. I thought, you know, maybe I did meet him because suddenly I had this penny drop that said it could be him and his old man used to own the pub at Kingston where I got horribly smashed one night with one of my clients <laughs> down in the southeast. And I'm sure they moved and bought a pub in Kangaroo Island. And the old man was an alcoholic, so he's probably dead by now. And I reckon that could have been the son, so now I've got to do some research. The penny and penny, sure. That's right. Could now, well be. Now, Japes, are you, are you going to go and get yourself another beer? Yes, I am. Well, I just put it on on pause for a sec, but I won't lose it. I'll hurry up. All right. Or, or maybe I'll just keep blabbing on about something. Okay, oh, just, uh, I'll just get very quickly going with this. Go and bring the dogs back in. <laughs> Kangaroo Island, a lovely place to go. But such a long, such a, you know, there's little sea to be seen. And the time that I went there last with Miss Briz Vegas, I thought, well, we don't need to take any supplies because... We'll just buy all the local stuff. Gone to the butcher. Gone to the butcher in 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 Kingsgate. Said, look, I'll just get a bit of local arama. But whatever you got, dogs will want to get in in a minute. No, dogs are there apparently. Um, get a bit of local local meat and this and that. And uh, is this the saltbush lamb? Nah, it's all from the mainland. Ah. I said, but hang on, we didn't bring anything. Nah, nothing from here. Abattoirs went years ago. No, <laughs> oh, no, that was a complete disappointment. Oh, uh, well. Anyway. Court Whiting was very pleasant. Let's move on to... Ooh, I reckon... Uh, I talked about Grand Am. Right, um, I think that... Okay, yesterday, there was a gaggle. Is there a gaggle of V8 supercars? I don't know. But there were a bunch of them. I think right. 12 of them. 12 the cars, bunch sounds 12 cars were, were, were testing at, uh, at Winton. Yes. Ahead of the Barber Gallo round in Western Australia, Perth, just north of Perth, weekend after this. Of which um, one of them should have been the Scott Pye um, Lucas Dumbrell car, but it didn't make it out. 
because they hadn't got enough spare parts it's to get the thing up and running. The thing was being repaired down in... It, it didn't go to Queensland, as I understand it, and it was being repaired by Nissan Motorsport down at Kelly Racing in Braceup. Didn't you know about the that? The Dumbrell car. The Dumbrell car stayed in Melbourne right. and did not go to Queensland after right. the Tasmanian round because... It, all, the, all the engineering staff were away. Yes, they were. That's right. And so and they went. With, and, the and Nissan Motorsports said, "Look, we can do. It. We can fix it here for you." Oh well, well so, that's quite good. But they didn't have the spare parts because apparently some of some of the spare parts needed manufacturing, and all the manufacturing people were away with the race. Well, well Triple Eight Engineering would have gone fuck so, you then. So anyway, it, it came to pass as <laughs> uh, publicised today. Is that the old or new testament? Special dispensations. Special dispensation from V8 Supercars Australia to shake the thing down uh, either this weekend or on Monday at um, Langley. The life of Pi. That's right. Who would have known? Anyway, you're digressing. You're, you're bumping me off the original sorry. subject of, sorry, sorry, sorry. of, of Winton, where they were all floating around up there. And yep. uh, I had a chat to Marcus yesterday, and he's Poor old bloke, he's another, another fatality in the family. Well, you know, fatality and someone died. But, I mean, this is what happens when you get Serbian families with 706 people. You know, it's always going to be an easy <laughs> number. Well, they've fallen off. I suppose this is what happens, unfortunately. It's the wailing and gnashing of the teeth for 10 days. And, you know, no work done at all. No work. Lots of, like, and then piss-ups. Who knows? Anyway, we went up there and I said, how'd your test day go? And he goes, well... Terrible. I said, well, what's the matter? You car shit, your shit, what's going on? He goes, I blew an engine. Oh, I said, no. well, what do you mean? He said, well, the, well, I didn't blow an engine. The, 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 the number seven spark plug blew out of the head. I went, okay, well, it's blown the engine. Has it? He goes, no, no, we fixed that. Yeah. And, and, and I, did 50, I did 50 laps, so it happened at the end of the day, and it was going all right. And I went, yeah, all right. So the funeral's tomorrow then, is it? <laughs> so he's all sort of... Bit of a reset job there. Sounds like it. Yeah, a little it's bit a of a reset. reset required. So, uh, well, that was all cool. Um, this weekend, in fact, I've had, I've had a, a busy few days, like getting some stuff done for, for stinky, the stinky day in Alan Simonson, because we've finally got all the program together for the year. And, and oh, finally. <laughs> well, you know, from like this, oh, I don't know where the money's coming from, I've got nothing I don't know on. what I'm doing. We've got... A, a V8 supercar enduro drive, yes, uh, sort of with, with with Brad Jones racing and David oh, Wall. Excellent. Right. Okay. So he basically got and, and now this member is this three round series. It's mm -hmm. it's Bath, Sandown, Bathurst, and the Gold Coast, yes. and it actually counts for a, like an international a trophy lunch or yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, and you go home with the goblet and the um, enduro trophy or whatever. Oh, I don't know what calling it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but you know, being with with, with David Wall, we fucking pee nowhere. Anyway, um, but you've got plenty of practice lights. Oh, I can! But it'd be, it's a bit like... Uh, well, as long as Dr Reynolds doesn't hit the wall again, that's we'll right. be fine. That's right. <laughs> Two walls at the same time. <laughs> it is a bit... It's not, it's not like he hasn't got any practice without bringing a car from the back of the grid up the front and run with with uh, with Hector Lester in British GT in the Rosso Verde 458, <laughs> which he, he will be doing yet again. So we've got V8 Supercars, uh, British GT, when available. Of course, we've done the Bathurst 12-hour with Marinello, and uh, no fault of his, but uh, uh, John Bauer uh, uh, fucked up, and the whole thing just, you know, Mikasalo thought it was a bit hasty. Um, and Mikasalo, I noticed, was doing... Uh, oh, that's the same yeah, what I was going to say. Yeah, he was, he was a bit steward of... man at the F1. And we can't talk about what Mika told us, but anyway, no, we can't. it's fair to say that he likes Surface Paradise. And, 
<laughs> Quite happy to leave his car parked. <laughs> in an, in an, over the metre time. Yes. For fear of nothing other than a bit of a chat. Um, he's uh, obviously then he's got the the Aston Martin. He's in the VLN the VLN Championship. I don't know what VLN actually stands for, but it's uh, basically it's all done around the Nordschleife. Right. Um, with the, the, the major event being the 24 hours. And uh, he's got a, an Aston Martin Vantage GT3 in Bilstein colours, and I can't remember who so the other two. So it's the 24 hours? The yeah, he's do, no, it's the 24 hours of, um, uh, of Nürburgring, which is actually right. very early, 15, 20 so miles. VLN stands for very long Nürburgring. <laughs> very large nuts. <laughs> That's right. All right. Um, on top of that, of course, you know, he's got the World Endurance Championship with the Aston Martin Racing in the Vantage, mm-hmm. which is a, a GT. GTE and car, different spec to the GT3, but 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 similar, um, and uh, won that round at uh, at Silverstone, which is really good for Aston Martin racing. Um, he's also got an invite to the Carrera Cup Asia round uh, at Erdos later in the year. Um, he's, but interestingly, can you believe this? He's teaming up as Christina Nielsen's co-driver in the ADAC GT Masters. So Lars has sold, as I understand, Lars has sold a bunch of the, uh, 80% of the airline yes. and bought Christina a brand new 2013 911 GT3R right. and Alan's in for five of the eight races because he can't do it on a factory driver. Um, <laughs> I think your heart knows what's So he's got on. lots of racing this year. He has got lots of racing, and, and, and then we've got the Spa, the Spa 12 hour, the Blanc Pain, a 24 hour Blanc Pain, which is going to be looking like it's going to be a, a Gulf McLaren GT3, and there's all sorts of other weird bits and pieces. So it's, look, look at this, it's, 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 looking at the schedule, do you think Formula One drivers have got a busy schedule, you know, because they can't do any testing, they've got a busy mm. schedule of talking. Right, okay, so where are we today? Being nice to sponsors. Okay, we are now, okay, this weekend we have Osserschleben ADAC. GD Masters. Following weekend, we've got WC at Spa. Following weekend, we've got ADAC at Spa. So we'll just stay at Spa for a week. The following weekend, we've got Nürburgring 24-hour. The following weekend, we've got British GT. Then we go straight to a test at Aragon with with Aston Martin. Then we go straight to a test, uh, the official test at Aston Aston Martin at Le Mans. Then we go back for the British GT round the following weekend at Snet. Then we go straight to Aston, to, to Le Mans for um, the 24-hour. Then, oh, wow. then we get a weekend off Go before in. we have to fly all the way to China for a VIP race of cut, you lunch. Know, cut lunch. Yeah, <laughs> and then we get a, a couple of weekends off before Spa. We're oh. back to Spa again. Like, we should get a house in Spa. Might as well. We should, we should get a house in Spa. It'd be like the the the, 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 the Simonson Towers, <laughs> the stinky towers. Stinky spa <laughs> No breakfast. No breakfast on Monday. That's right. No bacon out the fridge. We've just cleared up. And then we got okay. Uh, t- two to four August. Back to uh, uh, to Nurburgring with Farm Barker Racing for the ADAC. The weekend later, Red Bull Ring uh, ADAC. Uh, a week off. Then Sao Paulo for West uh, Aston Martin. Zandvoort British GT the next weekend. <laughs> Australia for V8 Supercars the next weekend. Uh, two days later. Um, Aston Martin, Aston Martin are testing um, the WEC car. Guaranteed it'll be somewhere in America or South America or something like that because two days after that, they've got the WEC round at Circuit, Circuit of Americas in in Texas 
a week later back to Hockenheim, uh, a week later back for ADAC, back to Donington the next weekend for, for British GT, oh, wow. the next weekend back to Bathurst. From Bathurst we go straight to Fuji for WEC, <laughs> then we come straight back for Surface Paradise, Bloody right, and then we have a weekend off, which you know what that means. Because he's going to be fucking hanging around this part of the world. Because <laughs> yeah. it's Shanghai. Right. So I'm going to have to put up with him for a week. Uh, they'll be back to the pen files. And, uh, and then, um, then we've got a couple of weeks off before we go to Bahrain. You know. It's, it, honestly, that is, that is 30 events. That, that, that's 31 events. That is, the, that is the most intense that yeah, intense uh, year I think that we've had. Without a doubt. And, you know, lucky I'm just going to cut and paste what people send me now. <laughs> I can't be asked. I can't be asked. I'll be rewriting all that one. I can't be asked. Every week. Don't know that. Tell you. Oh, mate. So, anyway. Um, but, but I hope Christina, like I just send the best wishes off to Christina Nielsen. Yes. Uh, because she, you know, she came up through the ranks of, you know, her dad one of done Le Mans stuff and podiums here and there and, and we're old mates and... and she got into karting and she did good in KF2 and the World well, Championship. I remember when you were over in Denmark and you went and saw her race in some uh, series or whatever. Well, if you look at episode 115, yeah, you've yeah, yeah. plenty of stuff. And mm. Lounging on beaches at the south of France, as one does, next to Mr... Mr... Mr. Rattlegum. No, the guy... <laughs> yeah, but he invented it. It was the guy... Nick, Lars is like an agay and, uh, and, and like where the Americans came ashore. Uh, right there, and it's, it's, it's south. Of, well, it's it's north of Antibes. Sorry, it's sorry, it's it's west of Antibes, but it's east of San Rafael. Oh right, yeah, and it's a nice little spot there. Uh, uh, Hilty, Mr. Hilty was next oh, door. Oh, Hilty, right. I said, can you stop all that hammering? I'm trying to sleep in. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the time when I was there, and this guy, this little kid turned up for. I'm cooking this steak dinner. I was bar, I steak on a barbecue and. And uh, this kid uh, turned up with his, you know, parents and this and that, and he had this book, and he's reading this book on Mussolini, the history of Mussolini. And he's only about 12 or something like that. And obviously, a bright little chap reading a rather intense book. And I said, are you finding that interesting? Oh, yeah, I'm very interested in Mussolini. I said, my dad, my dad met Mussolini. He just looked at me. I went, he just, what? How did your dad met Mussolini? I said, where was he? Late 80s, you want to talk to him? So I have a dad on the phone from France to this kid. I don't know what it cost me for the phone call, but I just looked at the smile on this kid's face and he couldn't believe it. He goes, I just talked to someone and met Mussolini. And I said, don't let me, mate. I can't get the other blokes on the phone. They're dead. Unreal. Yeah, it's a bit of a worry, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Yeah. Enough said. Very enough. Anyway, good luck, Christina, this weekend. And, yeah, uh, absolutely. Good luck, and, Al. Uh, you know, Al, well, Al, Al just... I don't know why we're saying good luck, Al. He never listens. Al will be doing... It doesn't matter. No. But Al will be... Al will do a Jan Magnusson. He goes, I mean, don't, don't ring me when it's fixed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop bothering me. I'm just trying to organise my flight. Yeah, in fact, Christina came over. Her first open wheeler experience was with uh, a brand called Aquila, which actually, yes, ironically, uh, Lars has got yeah. an investment in. Um... And uh, it was also the first, first open. Oh, dog wants to come back in. Obviously, out from the garden. Oh, I told you. I told come you. On, and it was also, uh, I can't on, be sure if it was the first one, but it was certainly a, da the, a Danish race car that uh, Kevin Magnuson uh, got in. 
who um, has uh, risen all the way up, no, you know, no doubt through connections as well as oh, ability. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the ability to not, not kill himself at Macau a year or so ago um, in Formula 3. But uh, for, it's a funny old world, isn't it, JP? It is. There's always these little things that interlock and intertwine and, you know, one thing leads to another. Talking of one thing leading to another. International's been busy with his um, press releases from Austin. Oh, All yes. The boys are out there. Yeah, yes. He's uh, been very on the ball with uh, getting it all happening. I, I noticed, though, actually, we did get mainstream media coverage on... Uh, was it Sunrise this morning, I think? Probably. With Barrett's. Yeah, they had that uh, little snippet of the interview that's up on YouTube with um, Courtney. Saying about how wild it was, man, and um, and then of course Kurt Busch saying how amazingly different it was driving a V8 supercar. You haven't heard all the other drivers bitching about how how Courtney and Coulthard have had a uh, have had an opportunity to drive the circuit with the rest. Of them. Yeah, well, of course that that was always going to happen. It's it definitely going to happen, but good yeah. on it. Yeah, but then that's no different. I mean, uh, supposedly Vettel went to Russia yesterday and drove. Somewhere no, he's doing some infinity promotion of yeah. some kind for the right. Sochi circuit. Mm. Sochi, yeah. Sochi. That, is it so and it, you yeah. know there is. A, I don't. I don't understand. But I'm just. There, there's exactly. Um, there'll be people out there which will know much more about what's going on from a financial perspective. But it just, there's something's not right there. Um, anyway. <laughs> anyway. But then right. that's Russia. It is true. It's always a bit sus. Gazprom too. It's a little bit sus. Sochi. Yeah, it is Sochi. So quite correct. That's right. He's given his early blessing to the new track. There you go. I don't know whether he drove it or not in the places. Right. Well, Pike's Peak. Pike's, Pike's Peak. Pike's Peak's coming up. You know, when you say the old Pike's Peak, it's hard to know whether the old Pike's Peak will actually be around because they've been sealing more and well, more. Well, they've sealed it right the way to the top now. Oh, right? is that right? Oh, well, I believe last year it was sealed all the way. Oh, I... I because there's a new record and... Da, 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 well, there'll be a new record every good. year because of the fact that, it, you know, the, it wasn't yeah. staying the same. And, and they used to have to, to basically do... Yeah, if you wanted to go, who's doing who's doing the dirt the, the, the dirt testing and who's doing mm-hmm. the... Blah, blah, blah. But, um... Fair so. Fair so. That, uh, about a week ago, that Peugeot put their hand up and said, we're going to run a factory car there. And they've come out with this rather wicked-looking weapon based on a on a 208 right. T6, uh, called a 208 Roadhouse, but called a 208 16. Let's just say that it is... Um, uh, if you remember the Group B rally cars of the mid, uh, mid-80s, mid mm-hmm. uh, before it all went pear-shaped and... Like uh, the last and and most sort of things. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that's right. The, the 205 uh, and the Metro 6R4 and the, the, the Audi Quattro mm-hmm. S2 and, and Henry Toivonen's death and then Mark Sura crack rolling the oh, yeah. RS200 rear wheel drive. It all, basically, they were just like, you know, there was no fire protection and all this sort of stuff. Anyway, so they canned all that. Basically, that's what it is with all the, the right safety gear. Right. Okay, so uh, it is achieved. And I've not seen this before. Uh, it weighs 875 kilos. Great. And it has 875 horsepower. So it is a powder rate ratio of one to one. Um, it does. That sounds now, like now, scary. What, it does. It does. 
zero and wait for it. <laughs> and I can tell you now, it's quicker than the Focus RS. Oh, well, I've seen one. Zero to 100 kilometres an hour, 1.8 seconds. 1.8? It does zero to 150 mile an hour in seven seconds. And uh, we'll have to have a look at it. Um, but it, it, they've gone to the parts <coughs> bin, Peugeot, mm. and they've used underbody components and wing components from the defunct LMP1 project, the 908 oh, right, HDI yeah. FAP. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, why not? Mm. And, I, I, I was, and I, I wrote an article about it today, so you can sort of get it a bit more on, on, in depth on the, on the website. <clears throat> but I thought, this is a bit interesting. So who's going to drive it? Mm. Who's going to drive it? Not Monster. No, it's a Red Bull branded car. Right, okay. But who would drive the Peugeot? Someone who's experienced at that type of hill climb? On the basis that, you know, they've, they've fired everybody. In terms of they just dumped their, their, their P1 project and they didn't get mm. anybody there to stay around. True. Who, who would be good to do that? Who'd be handy on dirt? It's sort of available. Buggerfire, go on. Sebastian Loeb. Is that right? Well, you know, when he's not coming back annoying the regular WRC drivers well, and coming in and just smashing their faces yeah, in. Yeah, well, you know, so, because mm. what's happened is that Peugeot don't have any ambassadors anymore. Mm. And my thinking is, JP, my big thinking here is that they've gone and said, like, well, what's the relevance of doing Pikes Peak Peugeot other than sort of like, hello, hello, we're stand here, up. We're still competitive. And we're going to give a car mm. to Sebastian. He'll win it. Like, yeah. If he doesn't smash his brains to death, yeah. you know, uh, he, he'll win it. Which mm. means they'll go, it's not much relevance to anything other than it's a bit of a pinnacle of something and they'll, they'll, they'll run the fast. And they need. And they, are, they do have a, I think they do have a, 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 w, a WTCC for a world championship, you know, the Touring Car Championship program and Citroën's got one. But of course he was with Citroën. Yes. They obviously want to get him away from Citroën. Mm. Sounds like <laughs> And they don't have any ambassadors mm. because next year, Peugeot's going to have to come back with something under the 2014 Le Mans ACO rules to challenge, you know, the rise of the Audi and the yes. e-tron Quattro and, and the, and the yeah. Toyota TSO TSO30, mm, which has been going well. Um, exactly. Um, although they haven't really shown their hand with their 2013 spec car, True. let alone uh, the arrival of, of Porsche mm. next year. Yes. Mark my words, Mark. <laughs> Subtle, John, subtle. The silent B. <laughs> um, now, uh, local annoyance. Local annoyance. Local annoyance. Yep. You know, Burnside. Burnside? Burnside Council. We know yes. they're very annoying. Yes. And the, uh, the shopping centre with the eucalyptus tree. Yes. It's dying. It's just about gone. Right. Yeah. And uh, it's basically got... Uh, it'll be dead in three months right? if they don't do something about it. But they'll do more surveys about it. But research has Then they'll just take the roof off. Re Demis. Hoist it out. Oh, Demis. <laughs> and put in 50 specialty shops. Demis. Roof off. <laughs> Demis. Roof off. Oh, no, that's terrible. You know what? They, that's exactly what they need to do because the light is only the light. They're only getting ten to fifteen percent of the required light for the tree because they changed. It was dodgy dealings. Yeah. Dodgy dealings, and the specification of the glass was changed. 
And so therefore, right. absolutely. Anyway, if it doesn't happen, then the whole thing's fucked, which is which is not good. But they're jerking so, around, and it really it, it, it should be fixed. And I'm I'm not happy. It's a beautiful eucalyptus tree. It is. They've just been encased. Yeah. All right, let's build a shopping centre around the tree, but this is doing it all wrong. Yeah, well, that's just not, um, well, we can't have all those women down there having coffee and getting their hair messed up because there's no roof on the place. No, and, and that you know where they'll be? Fighting their guts out down the Coorong. Uh, uh, no, not down. Yeah, down the Coorong. The Coorong. Down at Meningi. 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 <laughs> they'll all be down there yeah. fighting for a spot in the bear pit. Albie Mangles' house is for sale. Albie Mangles' house. Oh, God. <laughs> you do remember Albie yeah, Mangles, who's sailed around the world. He's and a client of mine. <laughs> we, used to, we sold him Macintosh stuff getting his videos on. <laughs> He's still got the porn drive off that. Post, what's his, post what's his name? <laughs> Which, it was basically, it was like, he's like Richard Branson of the Seas. He was. He was, and he was muscular, but he was short, small man syndrome. In the paper today, 1.2 mil. Right. Down the right. Down the Kurai. Nick, my oldest son's just been down the Kurai, receiving some thing that had died off during the um, during the drought a couple of years back. This particular type of bush or whatever had to move five million tons of bloody sand with seed in it, dump it all in the water from little boat. Anyway. Well, I've got no more motorsport now. I think I'm just... I think we're probably... I, 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 think, I think... Hang on. I, just let me check my list. That I, you don't usually make a list, but no, I think we're... I think we're pre- oh, no. Formula E. Oh, yes, of, of course. course. Now, Formula yes. E. So, um, Next year. Formula E, a 2014 <clears throat> championship, yes. which is FIA-sanctioned and FIA-ruled. Yep. Ruled. Uh, and, and the reason I make that distinction... Uh, is that, from my understanding, that is, that when you get uh, something like the Le Mans series that has rules that are maybe signed off by the ACO, uh, by uh, the FIA, are created by the ACO, the Automobile Club... Well, now, <clears throat> interesting you should say that, because just as a very quick aside, Jean Top has apparently been getting... Shot has apparently been getting it in the ear from a lot of directions. <laughs> really? <about> his <laughs> lack of frontage at what do you call events. That? In a dark room. <laughs> but he's been very instrumental, apparently, in the E in the E series. And he's also been very instrumental, according to the article I read, in patching up the differences between the ACO and um, FIA. Well, if ever there was going to be a person to do it, it's a Frenchman. Yep, well, so there you go. And I... What I was going on to say there, that it, it, it does look like it's looking good. And yesterday, yesterday, Monday, in Los Angeles, the city of Los Angeles, I might point out, not mm. greater Los Angeles, of which, having had a bit of a chat with the Fogues this evening, <laughs> he's, he's been... Been correcting me. Long Beachness. Long. <laughs> that uh, Lucas Degrassi mm. took the car for a little bit of a spin. Only a couple of blocks closed off, probably not even that. And it was pretty lame, but mm. it gave you a bit of an idea about what was going on. I thought, okay. So I thought, 
Why the hell didn't they demo the bloody car around the Long Beach Grand Prix on the weekend when you had fucking all these people there? Good point. And my thinking is that perhaps that the IndyCar and ACO are not as aligned to the all-electric thinking. Well, certainly the ACO isn't because it's a hybrid concept. IndyCar goes, listen, too hard for us at the moment. Yeah, We're trying exactly. to survive. It doesn't fit anywhere. Um, anywhere is that don't, you, you can't come and do that. Now, I would have thought they, they did. Now, Fogues said, yeah, because it's to be run around the streets of Los Angeles. I said, but right. if the car's there, wouldn't you do that as well and demonstrate the technology? So that got me thinking, though, uh, yet another conspiracy theory. <laughs> You're good on that. Well, all of a sudden, I'm getting a few... Uh, you so know, who's my, conspiring my ear, to do That's what? why I got up at four. Right. Ear, 4.44, that put to be honest. Four fours. Uh, more 44s. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, <clears throat> I'm more on that to come later more and on. perhaps at the next few episodes. Right. Um, <clears throat> the chassis made by Dallara, the uh, drivetrain... The uh, the powertrain rather yep. will be made by McLaren. Forty two cars will be made. Okay. Two cars provided to each team, so there are twenty teams. The reason being is because it is a one day format, right. one day only. Practice in the morning, qualifying yeah. race in the afternoon, okay. and you need two cars so that the batteries are going to be right. going to be ready to go. So that yep. that's it. And in the first year, there's no charge for the cars to the teams to lease them, presumably, I'm reading between the lines, if you sign up for a long contract. And right. of course, they're going to replace the battery technology, it'll get better and this and that. And then it will also, it'll be a spec car. But if but there's it, no charge, how will the cars run? In 20... That's right. That's right. <laughs> what about if they... Will they need a little, you know, a, a, a 115 to 240 switch? Well, probably, yeah. Because when they're in Europe, they'll have to run 240 and... When they're in the States, it'd and be they go, that's the wrong bloke. Can you just run down to Dick Sorry. Smith? Go on, carry on with what you were saying. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> my flippancy, viewers. It does not look in. Uh, uh, it was not charged. No. It is not going. The razor is not to show. Right, so anyway, um, obviously the technology will improve for 2015, and I think yes. that's what they're saying. So, look, if we're going to do it, we're going to have to sort of, and it smells like the FIA are going to back a fair bit of this sort of stuff. So I'm thinking that it's good. Um, LA. I think it's great because it, it, it just proves that the FIA are really looking into the future. And, and if mainstream motoring is going to go electric, they've got to and, be leading the And line. they want to promote. Got to be leading the, the And the line. reason they want to run it around, around the streets of the, like of a city, right in the city centre, is to promote mm. that. So I'm thinking that. I'll have to get have a chat with Darren Cox about that because he, uh, with the Nissan Leaf being yes. the number one electric vehicle, um, they're heavy in there. Mm, yeah. Because in 2015, it opens up. It's like basically it becomes third party. Right. So you can so do your own configs. Exactly. Yes. So that smells good mm. to me. And with 2014 yeah. and uh, Garage 56 at Le Mans being used by uh, by Nissan again and uh, yep. International and that should be Mm. I don't know which. I don't know which, which hospitality to go with for this year. We've got Aston Martin, or we've got Nissan. Or... Why you just flip between the lot? Well, who else we got? A bridey down with Ferrari. Yeah, well, there you go. Right, right for me. I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can't get any work done. It's just like smoking gold with Vanessa's. Um, <clears throat> 
10 street circuits, and I mean city street circuits. LA, okay, so we know what that will be, but down in LA, that, that's not really, no one goes there except like <laughs> drug dealers, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Miami. We were on Grand Prix around there before, oh, so that's you. all right. No, I've done it. Done this. <laughs> no, 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 Miami's good. Like, you know, there's Hooters Bar. Buenos Aires. Rio. Drugs. <laughs> Beijing. Beige, Beijing. 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 Rome. London. But you get Boris. Mm. That'd be good. And, uh, and, uh, Putrajah. <laughs> In Malaysia. Malaysia? That's... <laughs> Guaranteed to be Petronas Electric sponsorship. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there's two more um, to be advised, and I just think that's a, that, that's a little bit uh, interesting. But it'd be unlikely that any of us will be able to afford to go because with the current nutcase running the country here, you know, an ageing population, the doctors doing such a damn good job that they won't die, and therefore all the resources have been kept to pay their social security that we might need later. The resources boom, gone down the toilet. The, yeah. you know, the, the cost of the Gonski education reform and uh, well, def- definitely no mining tax from it. Well, I mean... What are we to do? We can't afford to do anything. I mean, it, it's, it's a bit of a worry. Oh, oh Stoney came around the other night. Oh, did he? On Thursday, he rang up and said, are you guys doing a show? I said, no, we did one last night. I said, what? I went by you He said, you pair of bastards. Why did you do a show last night? And JP's going to KI. That's <laughs> sure. right. Anyway, so he came around. He did, and we went down the road and had a good old snack. Oh, good. It's... must be tech time. <laughs> I didn't have any implements to drop. Mm. Well, who would have thought that the head poncho of Lulzek was an Aussie? Who would have thought? Who the, is the head honcho of Lulzek? And what is Lulzek? It's the hacker network. Oh, I did read something about that this morning, but I didn't go, yeah, didn't go into any more of it. Some dude named Matthew Flannery. And he's been confirmed. There's, been, there's plenty of charges of infiltrating a government website. Christopher John Flannery. Mm. You'll remember him. Well, anyway, so there you go. He was uh, to be the leader of the hacker movement also. And, of course, he's been... Uh, they've, they've hacked all sorts of bits and pieces around the place. Wish they'd hack my bank again the positive way. <laughs> so, well, that'd be good, wouldn't it? But so, no, and he's uh, New South Wales. I uh, can't remember that anywhere it was. Woi Woi is going to court, though. Woi Woi? Woi I just went through Woi Woi the other day. Did you? On the train. It's just a little bit south of Gosford. A lovely little spot. I think that's where it lives. There you go. That's right, because it's close to Woi Woi. Right. Well, there we are. Funny, that, isn't it? it is oh, usually amazing. there's a court in Gosford, because Woi Woi is really nothing. No, well, maybe he lives in between in the country or something. I don't know. Yeah. But he works for a security company. When he comes out, he'll be going, yow, yow. And, uh, but however, they reckon that all of his hacking was done on his home computer and not his work computer. You know, I, I could argue, if mm. I was him, if I was his lawyer, I could argue that, that that's not possible because the internet virtually doesn't work here. <laughs> well, that's right. There's no coverage. <laughs> we haven't got NBN yet. In boy boy. We don't have, we don't have anything. <laughs> it just doesn't work. Well, funny you should say that about that because apparently some research came out today that actually shows that Australia was one of only about five countries in the world 
where the average connection speed of the internet actually slowed down over the last 12 months, despite the NBN, well, the NBN instead of getting faster. There. And if you look at the little chart that they've got on the, on, the, on the article I was reading, we are just so far behind a lot of our uh, Asian neighbours, like Malaysia, um, China, not, not so much China, but Malaysia, Hong Kong, places, Singapore, places like that. They've all got double or treble the speed that we've got. But just again, it, it ends up coming down to the number of people, mm. you know, like the, 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 the oh, GDP. Sure. Mm. And of course, when you've got a smaller, you know, when you have... Hong Kong, I mean... Well, if you have, what's the, what, how, how many people live in Japan? Pakistan, lots. Lots. And yeah. the density is such, like, look at Australia, mm. there's basically fucking yeah, no one in the middle. Really just yeah, yeah, a right. couple of people living on the coast. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, biggest mistake, biggest mistake England made. <laughs> Disappear down there. Okay, your turn. Uh, okay, so Apple uh, did their profit figures, which yes. came out today, and um, I suppose it's a bit interesting. I, I, I haven't really analysed why the the profit is down um, from eleven point six billion to nine point five billion in the quarter, um, especially when you look at. That the revenue was significantly less for more profit, like the you know the profit to earning ratio, thirty nine point two billion in the last quarter with eleven point six billion profit to forty three point six billion, and nine point five billion profit. Like the iPhone, iPhone sales are flat, and um, yeah, it, it haven't really haven't really looked at that, <clears throat> but that could be associated with the six somewhere between six and nine million iPhones that have been set, sent back to Foxconn. Repair at uh, at a measly uh, oh, 531 <laughs> without says one each 192 between 192 and 288 million dollars is what's got US it's going to cost to fix them probably junk them huh. probably junk them I wonder well, if they'll, dis- the they'll dispose for them they said that the you know Mac sales are down again well that's because of the cannibalisation of iPads um, however having said that. You know, iPads have cannibalised a lot of PC sales as well, which was look. I just think that people are saturated with these devices now. Like mm. it's sort of like I don't need. I've got an iPad two. Mm. It's fine. I don't need an iPad four. Exactly. And I would buy my new laptop, mm. but I still have the last of the seventeen inches, and I yep. just prefer that large screen real estate. Although it is going to get a little bit long in its two. Um, uh, iCloud users, 300 million, uh, 20% growth. Well, it's only because pretty much by default when you install the new operating system, it forces yeah, exactly, you into it. Yeah. User outlet, oh, okay, oh, what does it mean? Oh, don't, don't worry about it. Oh, I'll just tick that box. That's fine. I'll tick. Yeah. yeah. You're getting done. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of interesting things happening in the... We don't look at cameras much, but I've, I've got to the point where I'm going, and it annoys me. I want a camera in my pocket that connects... I want the I want the functionality in my phone, or I want a camera in my pocket that takes great photos that sends them out to social media that I want immediately, or gets them onto a, a cloud service that then I can suddenly edit. Right. Okay. I don't want to have to take the card out. I don't think you're going to have to wait long for that because there's there's two options. Well, Panasonic, well, Panasonic yeah. have come out with the LF1 using a Leica lens, um, twenty-eight to two hundred f two to five point nine. I don't. What does that mean? 
That's traditional chemistry. I, I just wrote that stuff down. Yeah, it's the amount of aperture. But what it does do is, apart from having Wi-Fi, it has near-field communications. Right. Which means I can probably <coughs> take a photo of my of my credit card yeah. on my ca- on the camera, and then it will just when I go to the supermarket, it'll recognise it. <laughs> yeah. Is that how it works? Well, can I have a photo of your credit card? <laughs> no, you can't. And, um, and then Sony have come up with a... Well, they may, may come up with some OK products, but still, in all those years, they have not been able to come and sort out their fucking product naming convention. We have the Cybershot DSC-HX50V-30X. Right. Well, yeah, that's right. the Wi-Fi version. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's bizarre. I don't know. There's lots of stuff. There is lots of stuff. Well, see, I mean, the other thing, too, is that... that but I would like something. You like can that. buy an SD card now with a Bluetooth component built into the SD card so that you can wirelessly transmit your photos to your computer. And it, like, let's just say an average 32-gig SD card... Is going to cost you 28 bucks. The uh, Bluetooth version with Wi-Fi costs you equivalent of about 99 bucks. I don't need it to Wi-Fi. I need it to Bluetooth to my phone because <coughs> my phone's got connectivity to the right. real world. Well, then maybe, maybe and if I'm wandering around, I'm running outside of Wi-Fi zone. It's all very uh, new. So yeah, I, I know, but yet. the thing's got a freaking pocket. Mm. You know, and I want. I like that new Sony that's got full frame sensor. Yeah, hundred percent, thirty-five mil sensor with a recessed lens. It's got a you know an adjustable uh, focus ring, but that's about it. I'd, and and it just does, does one good job. Like I like that camera that, that new Nikon that you bought and we were using at the Bathurst Twelve. There you can you know can shoot tits from a distance, um, uh, and and there in focus the rest isn't. Yeah, uh, that's good. But you know it's still the old traditional it's still sort of a big way. thing. To and you know lugging around, yeah. getting yeah. pissed, I losing found the that film. On KI. It was, took some great shots, but it was, it was a pain in the ass laying it there. There you go. I think the days, but for, perhaps for you and I, are, mm. are those are gone, and I should have a look at some of, some of the things. Anyway, it's... it's a, older. I've gone down to Chuck Uncle Charles, as yeah. I said before. Yes. And, and we're ordered. So we, we, we better go. What's the time? We've never had his spike, I say. Oh, he'll be spewing. He That's probably him on the phone. That probably is. All right, then. Anything else? Well, only Google Glasses. Apparently, um, Google have been approached by the Australian Privacy Commissioner, Timothy Pilgrim, <laughs> uh, with a please explain. Tell me what Google Glass is all about, because I'm worried about perverts and people stalking people and da 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 There is some questions to be answered Well, there's definitely... That. There, there, there are some the interesting um, issues there. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, there you go. That's about it. Any meat... Any meat, meatness. Any barbecues? We haven't done any barbecues yet. Face goes fuck all. Well, barbecues. I haven't done a barbecue because I've been away. But uh, well, I'm planning on doing one this week. I was going to do Maryland. I, I seriously was. Yeah. And, and the Maryland basically getting a couple of pieces, you know, a, a, two or three legs and yeah. a, a couple of thigh fillets and no, not fillets, thighs. Yes. Um, with the bone on and just you know, sautéing them, browning them up, yeah. and then um, putting them in a pot with some mirepoix, which is effectively a, a combination of celery, carrot, onion, uh, fried up, right, and adding a bit of chicken stock in the bottom and putting them in and sort of poaching them. Oh yeah. 
and some some small baby potatoes, mm. and then adding in a bit of um, zucchini, Sounds large chunk of zucchini. <laughs> you know. And I, I think it's an order. You didn't but, do it. But there was noises in the house. That right, I okay. well, Next week or the week after. <laughs> You're on notice now. Good night, viewers. Good night, viewers. Good night, Rust.